This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Fit Fun Father podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sobkew, and uh, we are, this is Friday's episode. Now, before we get going... I do want to extend uh, a big apology for Monday's episode not coming out on its regular, regularly scheduled day. I'll give you a bit of a background first, real quickly. I know you guys want to get into the episode. Um, I actually was writing a uh, ACE certification exam Monday, and I normally do pre-recordings. Right now, with everything going on with COVID. Uh, something that's a little different than when I do guests where I, I kind of slot guests. I kind of pocket the episode and then I have pre re- or post-release uh, or I put them out there in the future. I've really been kind of doing this cycle, right, with time where I do the Q&As and I, and I kind of put a couple episodes together really the week prior and then just kind of pump them out like that. So not the best way to do it. Uh, I think recording a bunch and then pre putting them out there is probably the best way to go about it but nonetheless um, I was really anxious it was a very difficult exam I knew I had to put a lot of work and effort into it I was balancing a whole bunch of other things at the same time it's kind of like that situation you know where life kind of happens and it's it's one thing to have some time set aside for um, an exam but then anxiety creeps in there's family things that were going on at the same time so I kind of Got into a position where I was just I was just no in no place first and foremost to record, uh, be on the air. Uh, second of all, I was in no place for doing the editing and the po and the production stuff and getting it out with the thought of where I was going with this exam. So again, I really do thank you guys and I do apologize for that. Uh, keep listening. Keep subscribing. Keep sharing this with as many people as you can. We are, we're, we're, we're getting into June. Father's Day is just around the corner. Super exciting for that. The weather is is absolutely fantastic. I'm so happy for the for the summer months. And um, th- what I really want to roll it back in, and depending on where you're listening to this in the world, here in Canada, we are starting to incorporate our phase two post-COVID or, yeah, post-COVID, say, lockdown, social distancing aspect of 2020. I don't even know where to go with this conversation, like COVID stuff. Nonetheless, the gyms are starting to open. Um, And this is where time is going to get busy. Uh, You know, obviously, there are more facilities opening. There are a lot of things that are changing as a result of that. And I wanted to put together an episode of kind of the pros, the cons, and some of the thought process 
Um, not just for me because I'm biased. I, I think the gym is the environment where I think a lot of people need to be right now, and especially myself, uh, for, for having a love and passion for helping others and wanting to hone in my training skills and, and be the best uh, trainer I can be. I'm excited to get into a gym. I'm excited to kind of move forward in my career. Um, but I want to kind of place a couple points and just kind of see where everyone's at with that thought process. So we we went into lockdown in March. A lot of people, most of the gyms were closed around the middle of March. It's very systematically day after day one the big chains would close and then you kind of would see the smaller gyms follow suit in the week to come now all of a sudden everybody is not for those of you who were working out or part of that gym environment were like oh now what so we evolved through that I would say over the last three months where we have seen a progression in the Instagram, Facebook, online workouts. We've seen push-up challenges, squat challenges, body weight workouts, resistance bands, stretching, cardiovascular, outdoor work where we've kind of had to switch a little bit. A lot of people who maybe had their regular routines in the gym have had to kind of revamp how that looks. I know with uh, those of you with kids, you know, maybe that's made a, an impact because obviously schools were closed. You know, your kids are at home with you. How has the dynamic of our lives been, been changing? And now we start to go on the other side. We're starting to come out of this a little bit. What's the new? What's the new norm? I don't like that word new normal, but I'm going to use it because it's easy for all of us to understand. What is the new normal or the new process that we're going to find ourselves into when coming back in the gym and a lot of facilities have depending on the the logistics depending on the setup depending on the size um you know you have a lot of the big box gyms who have the you know the ten thousand uh square foot plus facilities multiple level uh massive uh, arrangement of equipment starting to cordon off sections or closing down uh one you know or every second piece of equipment or whatever that looks like introducing masks introducing scheduling i know um that could be a big uh thing with a lot of people is now that you know when you get you you feel like you want to go to the gym you grab your bag you head over there you 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 swipe in and away you go now you're kind of having to pre-book ahead of time and have a look at what that looks like uh, so again, you know, we, we talk about what that looks like going back. Some people though, I think too, are at that stage where they've purchased some online equipment. Maybe that's your, yourself, your, yourself, not on, did I say online equipment? Where's my brain today? Maybe some, you purchased some equipment, whether it was online or buy and sell or some sort of play, marketplace or whatever, you've set up your own home gym. Are you staying with that home gym? Have you become adapted and comfortable with now working out at home? Are you the person that's now going to have the big fire sale and get rid of all the home equipment so that you can get your gym membership? Or are you somebody that's like, you know what, I think I could do both. Maybe I'm going to continue my gym membership and maybe I'm going to 
work out maybe once or twice a week at home. I'm going to work out once or twice a week or whatever that may look like in the gym. Maybe I need a combination of both. How does that look? What is that environment? So let's kind of go through the pros and the cons on both and just run through what some people might be thinking when it comes to that. So what are the pros about the gyms reopening? First and foremost, the social aspect of working out. I know a lot of people, including myself, um, and not speaking from a trainer, just speaking from someone who enjoys exercise, finds that when I can work out in an environment with other people, loud music, I've kind of set that time aside. That's my gym time. That is the environment that I've put myself into. Whether I'm talking to somebody or I've got my headphones in and I'm strictly doing my thing, listening to music, I feel like a, a different feeling. I've I've had to get in my car or get on my bike or whatever I may be to get to the gym. I've committed that time frame, whether it's 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, to that dedicated exercise. I'm in the facility. I'm in that environment. There's an energy about being in a gym that sometimes you just can't get at home. I think sometimes on that aspect, people at home, it's too convenient or easy to get switched over to the TV or, you know, chores that they're doing at home or, you know, the workout doesn't go as long. Now let's look at some of the pros that maybe possibly come out of staying at home or working out at home. And and one of them seems to me is dedicated workout space where you create a similar environment than you would for the gym. So instead of working out in your living room, maybe you've set up a garage or the basement or a segregated area. You've got the music going. You're kind of in your own thought. You can kind of do your thing. You're not uh, waiting for it equipment. You're not having to check in. You're not having to uh, go anywhere. So you're saving on time, you know, in the vehicle. And um, <clears throat> you you kind of give yourself a little bit more time or maybe it's quicker uh, to get that exercise. So you, you look at the time factor. So we look at going to the gym. You know, we always want to make sure that we're trying to um, create an advantage for adherence you know we hope that the gym that you're at or you've chosen is similar or close to home or on the way or somewhere where maybe you've been for a long time uh in an environment where you maybe have some friends or something so that's going to help adherence at home maybe it's um setting aside you know we've got 30 minutes instead of you know, having to drive to the gym and then do our 30 minutes and come home, which creates an hour. So we've, we've saved half an hour. So is that, is that worth the, the change of atmosphere? Let's look at a couple of the negatives, maybe going post COVID to the gym. We look at the sanitation part of things. We look at the, um, uh, mask wearing is mask mandatory in the gym that you're working at or you're working out in maybe it is is that something that you feel is difficult maybe it's harder to breathe you're doing cardiovascular activity it becomes more apparent that uh it's a different change but is that something that you're willing to adapt to as well i think there's nothing wrong 
with the way that a lot of these gyms are setting up the facilities uh, for this post-COVID where we kind of enter this hand sanitizer, you know, a, a separation or the social distancing of equipment, maybe the downsizing of personnel in the gym or the downsizing of clientele in the gym, booking appointments, maybe it becomes more regimented. So something I think is a positive from, you know, that aspect of it, not all gyms are doing it. When you're having to book appointments, you kind of, it's a, it's a level of accountability to a degree where if you book that three to four slot, you're kind of like, you know what, it's in my calendar. I'm ready to go. I've, I've, I've made a, you know, a commitment to the gym or the facility that I'm going to be in there at that time slot. And you're understanding that there's only a few sl- maybe slots, maybe it's 25 or 30 slots in that time frame that they're allowing clients to come in and work in the gym to adhere to the social distancing. So you're kind of committed to that level of uh, commitment, committed to that level of commitment. Yeah, exactly. Is that, could be that a downsize too? Yes, absolutely could be because now we're talking about having to slot time for the gym instead of the sporadic maybe right after work or in the morning. For those of you who maybe are not as regimented or don't uh, follow a stricter guideline as far as your daily schedule is concerned, I know sometimes, especially on the weekends, this might be more difficult where you're like, hey, I'm feeling it right now. I just want to get up and go. Maybe you phone the gym and they don't have any slots for the next three or four hours. But in the next three or four hours, you've got time with family or you've got other obligations. So, could it conflict on your schedule? Absolutely. So there's some some downsides to that. Let's look at staying at home um, when it comes to that. Obviously, there's no booking. There's no time restrictions. You're home. You can do whatever you want. But do you have the available or the equipment that you've you've been able to get to this point? Is that enough for you? Is that something you're willing to build on or add upon? You know, are we going to get a, a squat rack? Are we going to, you know, put additional dumbbells in there? Are we going to add machines or cardiovascular equipment? Things that are very expensive. And right now, obviously, there's a markup in in the pricing. Um, you know, perceived value of, of this equipment is gone up two, three times sometimes, depending on where you are geographically or depending on the demand of what you're trying to achieve or trying to get, sorry. So... It also could be difficult on a cost perspective too. You look at memberships, you could be spending anywhere from 40 to to $100 a month, maybe more depending on the, the gym or the service that you're getting with that membership. So now you're looking at, you know, that $400 to $1,200 range per year, let's just say, where you buy one piece of equipment, say a, a rower or a treadmill, and you're spending anywhere from 1000 to $2,000 you're spending a year's worth of membership for one piece of equipment. Now, again, over the long term, for those of you who are very intrinsically motivated, who, you know, health and fitness is a part of your daily life, you don't see it going away at any time soon. Is it an investment? Absolutely. If you can make that commitment to working out at home and you have, and you're good with that environment, then it's a, it's definitely a great investment to to kind of have that stuff with you. The initial cost sure is very expensive, but like anything over time, you do get the value out of it. 
Um, so that's something that we can talk about. Whereas the gym membership, you know, you're continually having to pay month after month, year after year. And you, when it stops, it stops. There's no return on your investment. But you do get the atmosphere that kind of comes with it. The other thing I wanted to kind of get into is the the service that I'm into or the, the, the career, the position that I uh, hold is or, or and want to be in is the personal training space. Personal training, even though it's a very versatile, um, a, a very, what's the word I'm looking for? What I'm trying to say is you, you can take, take personal training online so you can do it from home. You, there are some services that have personal trainers that will come to your home and you have personal training in facilities. Now you have two types of personal training facilities. You have private or more <clears throat> uh, an intimate setting where we have a, smaller gyms that offer uh, very specific personal training. That's what the gym offers. So people that are members to those gyms have trainers that go along with that. You also have big box gyms where, you know, maybe 20... 15 to 20% of the clientele that are there have a trainer. It's a cordoned off area. There are multiple trainers that come and go throughout the day that um, try and get members to, you know, adhere to some training programs. And then you have the other 80% of the, of the uh, clientele that comes and goes on their own. So there's some, some things there. So is that for you? Are you at a stage of your life where you have maybe a athletic goal, you have a weight loss goal, muscle gain goal, you have some goals that you really want guidance and accountability from a trainer? That's going to be a big part of the decision making moving forward when it comes to your gym experience, whether you're at home. If you're at home, you have the equipment now you're thinking like, but I want to achieve you know, a 400 pound deadlift and I'm not really sure how to get there. I want to have a trainer help guide me through, you know, great posture, strengthening all aspects of, of my body so that I'm able to do that movement pattern um, and achieve that particular goal. Or do we have the online training session where maybe you're meeting with an online trainer in your own personal gym over the internet, Skype, Zoom, whatever that may look like for an additional charge on top of your home equipment, or maybe it's having the trainer come to the house, which is going to probably be even more expensive, again, depending on your budget. So if money is something that maybe isn't a big deal or isn't as of concern to you, you have the home gym, you have the personal trainer come in, life is good, that's your thing. Uh, for a lot of people, it's probably a facility. And I think to... When it comes to the personal training aspect of things, there there's a relationship there. There's the, the guidance, the accountability, somebody there to talk to, somebody there to encourage you, somebody there to help you through your journey. And it's a part of your life. I think for a lot of clients who uh, build really good rapport with a trainer, it's not just about coming in and smashing a workout but it's it's a part of your life it's like Wednesdays I'm gonna go see my trainer we're gonna work out we're gonna talk about the week we're gonna do you know it's gonna be fun he it's another layer in your life it's another relationship in your life and I think that's the beauty of personal training it's the beauty of actually uh from the trainer's point of view being in that space meeting and learning about all of these new 
fantastic people, their goals, their ambitions, their, you know, the things that are holding them back, the problem solving, all the things that go along with it. And you'd run through this journey with these people and create this everlasting connection where, you know, over time you'd hope, you know, the ultimate dream is, is that that client becomes so intrinsically motivated. They're so in that, I can do this. I know what to do. I love health and fitness. I'm going to exercise for the rest of my life where they know maybe they don't need the trainer, but they hold on to the trainer as that companion or that person that's just by their side and pushing them through all of these um, things as we go. So very important there. So a lot of decisions to be made now that we're rolling into potentially um, getting back into the gyms. Again, depending on where you are, this could be already something that's happened. It could be something that's happening in the next month or two, or maybe it's not quite on the horizon. For where we are uh, here in Canada, in Alberta, race basically is we're starting and we're getting ready to go back to the gym. So there's the big decision making. And I really wanted to put out this podcast to kind of give everybody this, this idea of, and these thoughts about kind of where we are, where we're going, what are we doing what are some of the decisions we have to make as far as, you know, gym memberships, group training? Here's another one. For those of you who enjoy group training, something that you can't do at home. Maybe it's, again, that hybrid, you know, I'm going to do my resistance type training at home and then I'm going to go to my group training once or twice a week. Very important for people. Again, support uh, it's a very support-based atmosphere you're around other like-minded people with the same goals that you have always a little bit of friendly competition sometimes you have a trainer who's pushing all of you and it's so it's something that you look forward to over the week and of course a very very strong bonus with going to the gym a lot of boot camps out there uh circuit training uh yoga all of these different modalities, and it's really difficult. And again, is that something we can do maybe from an online perspective? Sure. We can do it over Zoom. We can do it over social media, Instagram, Facebook. Is it the same as being in person? I don't think it is. I think there's that added layer of, of human connection that comes with it. But what does that look like in our you know, post-COVID right now, our social distancing? Are we able to maintain this? Are we able to push through and provide people with what they're looking for when it comes to not only their health and fitness goals, but putting in that little slice of pie of their life, that, that social uh, aspect. And I, and I do believe, regardless of the new procedures and things that we put forth, I do believe that it is very, it's very important and I think it's going to work. Um, I know it's going to work. People people enjoy that and I think we just have to get through the initial uh, bump in the road of having to go through a different process or understanding what we're walking into when we come into the gym is not exactly the way it was when we walked out and that's okay we can adapt and grow from that just like your own fitness journey just like losing weight or putting on muscle or whatever the goal is a strength goal there are little bumps in the road to provide us with that adapt, uh, adaptability as we as we move forward. So I hope that gives you guys some really quick perspective on the gyms, the gym environment. Are we working out at home? Are we are we performing 
what we were the last three months when we didn't have the gym? Are we anxious to go back? Give me some thoughts. Give me some, uh, write a comment, write a review, get a hold of me on social media. Tell me what your thoughts are. I can tell you right now, I am super excited to get into a gym. I'm super excited to not only train my own body and my own self with a variety of equipment and things like that, but I am super excited to also help others with their fitness goals. It's a true passion of mine. And uh, I'm very excited to do it. I'm very excited to see people grow. And even though I'm actually on the fence of both, because I know with the home workout, it's been a part of my life for the last three months. I think it will continue to be a part of my life, but I will also add the gym environment to that for now and see where that goes. So again, thank you guys for tuning into the episode. Again, apologies for last Monday. Let me know what you guys think. Head over, subscribe, share with your friends, check it out, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.